0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. A red (laughs) cross (laughs) was actually pregnant (laughs) (laughs) ladies and little kids better get the hell out of the way. Because I am running. (laughs) I'm I'm like Forrest Gump, dude. I am running. So The Titanic was the biggest ship on the ocean, but that didn't mean it was unsinkable. (laughs) Okay. All right. I want you to use Ombudsman in a sentence next week. I got one for you. My name is
1: Kevin, the official Ombudsman of the Jess Press Play
0: podcast.
1: you like apples? Here we are. We're back. Another episode of the Jet Press Play podcast post-Super Bowl. We're joined by LJ Pops and Uncle Tony. Guys, we made it through the NFL season. What's up? What's, What's up? up? Um. It looks like <laughs> I, we should have seen it coming. We talked about all the warning signs of the Super Bowl, but only I believe was it LJ didn't give us one because he was getting peak wads instead. Yeah, but I think only one of us got our bet right pops. You're the only one that went bucks, right? Yeah, that would well, be me. Yeah, Tony
2: went bucks. Did Tony Uncle Tony went? Tony bucks. did go bucks. Well, Tony yeah, said buy the bucks, bucks, right? He, he said bucks, buy the half were, point, but you were buying. You were buying yeah, the half was, point. Hey, man, still, a win's a win. I don't care which side of the hook you're on as long as you're on the right side of the hook don't
1: no matter how much. <laughs> yeah, win is a win. So yeah, my man. I, I I just know personally, I did not want to bet on Patrick Mahomes. I probably even if I could go back, knowing the offensive issues, I don't I some of the plays Patrick Mahomes made, he so the best throws in the game were incomplete passes by Patrick Mahomes. Oh my Mahomes god. At times.
2: Oh, oh, that's yeah. the truth. Uh, that is so true.
1: It was it was a fun I mean it was okay. It wasn't as good a game I thought it was going to be. There were some fun props we might get into it. Uh, before we get into all the Super Bowl stuff, I want to tell you about our friends over at Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA college basketball—we're recording this post Razorbacks win against Kentucky. Yay! College basketball and NHL are in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props. On almost anything you can imagine, BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All you have to do when you go over to BetOnline, put in the promo code Armchair A-R-M-C-H-A-I-R and get all those bonuses when you sign up. It is the premier place to get in on some action. So I did not <clears throat> get a win on my Chiefs <laughs> pick, obviously. Obviously. But, but the the prop bet of the, the Tom Brady, the Bucks being the first team to score a touchdown, Tom Brady throwing more than a half a touchdown in the first quarter, and the Buccaneers to be leading by one or six all came through for him because Rob Gronkowski turned back the clock right at the end of the first quarter with literally like 50 seconds left. So the game was still a win, not in the hole, but <laughs> I, I, that prop bet paid out. Pops, what was your thoughts? Just big takeaway from the Super Bowl. Uh,
0: big takeaway was the Tampa Bay defense yes. uh, won that football game. Yes. Pretty they, awesome. they they won that football game. I, I was looking – uh Mahomes, and I'm sure you guys have this. There was some uh, some stat that I saw that he scrambled for 497 yards Whoa. behind the line of scrimmage. Oh. Oh. Just, just, yeah, just trying to throw the damn football. Traveled. And uh, <laughs> see, he was pressured 29 times uh, when he dropped Out of 56, back. out of that's 56 dropbacks, yeah. Where Braz Brady was pressured four times. So, I mean, that was my big takeaway. That offensive line of Kansas City's just couldn't handle it. Couldn't handle that defense. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Did you see how many, uh, what the distance traveled was for Brady?
0: Uh, I did see a graph where it showed like all the running that Mahomes had done all over the field, and Brady's like a dot, you know, pretty (laughs) much.
1: Who was it? Let me see if I have him still pulled up. There's a, I think it was Michael. I can't. I don't have his name now. But a guy did tweet a graph of like the distance traveled of Mahomes, and it's like all these lines all Everywhere. over the place. And then Brady's oh is God. like one little spot. Like you can't even tell he traveled. Brady traveled 37 yards. <laughs> he uh, he didn't have to go very far. He was pressured on just four of his 30 Jeez. dropbacks. So Mahomes was pressured on 51.7 percent. Brady was pressured on 13 percent. So a tale of two completely different different situations and i guess what i learned is you can win without a great offensive line but you cannot win with a shit offensive line you just can't yeah i mean Mahomes had no shot and i felt like brady only got the mvp now he played fine but brady only got the mvp because you couldn't give the mvp to the entire defense because yeah. there's there wasn't not one just one guy yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. you know it, i will say i want to say, oh, go i think
0: kevin i saw is that and, and I just read this stat. This was uh, on For the Win from a guy, Henry McKenna. But he said Kansas City had only five-man protection on 92% of the dropbacks. I, now, obviously, I didn't say, but really? You didn't have somebody to go chip? Now, it looks like just Jason Pierre-Paul was on the other side of the line quite often. It looked like they moved him around some. Shaq Barrett had his way. But still, you got to have a running back or tight end chip on those guys don't you yeah that
1: that was my big thought and I wanted to ask Tony his thoughts too because I feel like you probably watched a lot of Chiefs this year and we all have Mm -hmm. but I know you've kind of been watching Mm -hmm. them and that game I mean Andy Reid is a great offensive coach he's a good he's done a good job and he's kind of redeemed himself with that Super Bowl last year on some of the the old sayings of oh he can't win the big game but I'm with you, Pops. I know the Bucs did – Todd Bowles had a great game had as a great defense game coordinator. Playing. And they moved around. Sue was on the end. Vita Vay played defensive end. Pierre Paul was all over the – they moved around, guys, so it's hard to plan. But, yeah, Kansas City <clears throat> used a five-man protection on 92% of dropbacks. That's 48 of their 52 dropbacks. And per next-gen stats, that is the third highest rate of just five-man protection since they started taking next gen stats in 2016. So, in a game where you know you have offensive line issues going against a team that you know can pressure the quarterback, you don't have any extra help. I mean, that feels like a mistake by Andy Reid, right,
2: Tony? Yeah. Um, well, I, I think it was the gamble that he took. And it, we all see it didn't, <laughs> he didn't win on that one. Seven hit a, several times. Uh, you know, so, so I, I'm, Part of me is like, yeah, he should have made an adjustment, but who would he have adjusted to? Travis Kelsey, you're not going to leave him in. The Tan. Their other backup, that they inactivated. I think Ricky Seal Jones. And who are you going? Who are you going to put in there? And Anthony Sherman is their uh, t- uh their fullback. It, it, his, he's not known as a blocking fullback. That is just not how they operate their offense. And I think Andy, that offensive scheme that they brought in was strictly their normal offensive scheme. And uh, it it they did not take into account that they wouldn't be able to stop that pass rush. It looked like to me, they had decided they were going to double Jason Pierre Paul and, and live with the rest. Uh, and Namaka Sue uh, put more pressure than I think they thought he would. Uh, and uh, Shaq Barrett obviously had a great game, but um, you know, it, it wasn't like they sacked him six or eight times the, the hurries and the, uh, that's what really, yeah, but they were, they were there. there. So I just thought there was no, how they didn't get a short, a short passing game going, um, a, uh, something in the middle because they kept waiting for the deep, the deep ball. And, and that wasn't going to work. Tampa played their, uh, the two deep safeties. Uh, that was a big plus for them that both were healthy enough to start that game. And, uh, and so there was just no, there was nothing they could do. They couldn't wait three, four yeah. seconds.
1: It was, it was one of those things. And that's a very good point. I'm glad you brought that up. That, that is just not Kansas City's style to have a six guy to stay in a block. They just, they block five and they have a lot of weapons. I just wonder, I mean, at some point, I know you come into and you're like, this is our game plan. We're going to make do next man up all that. But at halftime, you got to go look. Patrick Mahomes is not the, the deep shot. They're just not going to get beat deep. They're just not allowing that to happen. So I just thought Andy Reid at some point throw in some screens, a little slip screen to Kelsey, maybe get Eli. And then they they started doing a couple of those run plays to Eli, and it moved the ball down the field. But then they would get out of it. I Andy Reid looked like it looked like to me and. Like a game where I play in Madden and I'm down by two scores <laughs> yeah. and I just completely abandon the run, yeah, like yeah. he did it in the third quarter. He was like, even when it worked, he yeah. wouldn't go back to it. Yeah. And that's the way you slow down a pass rush is at least you make it where they can't pin their ears back. And Mahomes on a bum toe, you could tell it was kind of bothering, but still he was running for his life the entire time. And I, he, they just didn't have a chance with the way it looked to me like Tampa Bay just outcoached him. Plus, they were just Tampa Bay is just a really good team. We talked about this when. Tom Brady first made the move. We, I think the next pot after we were like, well, I know Tampa Bay wasn't great this past year because Jameis Winston threw all the interceptions, but that defense is really good. They got weapons, and then all they did was get more weapons for Tom Brady. And you saw him and Gronk just did what they do in the Super Bowl, and that's just throwing – Throw touchdowns. LJ, what, what did you think about the game? I know you were keeping an eye on it. I know you weren't excited for either team to win. No, so, I wanted everyone yeah, to compromise. lose. I wanted this you, to but. be
3: a, a big uh 0 and one for everybody involved, but uh I Yeah, uh, pretty close. <laughs> um I, I think like one of the most interesting stories of the day um is that nobody that scored a point for the Buccaneers was a Buccaneer eleven months ago. I think that that tells you yeah. where the NFL's headed. Um, and, but, but I think the most important form. story is, is the Tampa Bay defense. I think that, so there are, um, I, I think eight teams that scored more than 28 points per game. And do you know how many, how many teams scored 28 points or more against the Buccaneers? Two, uh,
1: two, two, the chiefs in that first game.
3: Um, uh, it was yeah. the, well, let me look. It was, I know the answer is two, but the, it, it's there, they're there. It's the, no, it's the first Saints game, and it is the Chargers. Um, and that's the only teams oh, that scored 28 wow. or more against them. So um, that defense held strong against um, three NFL Hall of Famers. Um, that defense, I mean, and, and I'm calling Mahomes a Hall of Famer because I'm, I guess I'm joining you guys. But... Uh, <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. I mean, well, and I'll say Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes was the best player in that game. There's no question in my mind that every throw he made was the amount of risk you wanted him to have. And on the money, I mean, he was incredible in that game and uh, the rest of his team. I mean, the one where he
1: looked like he just threw it up to the corner. He almost gets it to where I I don't know if his Pringle, like almost was able to dive and catch it. Then the other one where he's almost, parallel with the ground, he throws it and the ball hits Daryl Williams, the running back in the face mask. I, I mean, mean, some of those throws were incredible. That was yeah, he was amazing. the
3: best player on the field. He deserves the MVP through the loss, honestly. Um, <laughs> and it's just, it's just incredible. I mean, I, cause that defense uh, kept the, the Kansas city defense frustrated cause they were on the field. Um, and we noticed, I mean, I think it was second quarter. They started just piling up penalties. I mean, some of them were ticky tack. Let's be honest.
1: Yeah.
2: Um,
3: yeah. But But they kept piling them up. I mean, uh, what's the honey badger doing? Talking trash to Tom freaking Brady. Like, what are you doing, bro? Like, that's that's a bad decision. Um, That's just you're getting too hot. And uh, the Kansas City defense was worse because the Tampa Bay Bay defense was so good. Um, It's just it. I I kept waiting for them to be shown as fakers, and they're not. They're they're the real deal. That's a good defense. And if they can keep any of that core together, uh, we're looking at Tampa Bay.
1: In 2021 Super Bowl, well, 2022 Super Bowl, but. That'll be the question. I do think as far as free agents go on the defense, I know Shaq Barrett's one of them who's coming up. I'm not sure who uh, who all else, but so, they for them to hold Mahomes and that offense to no touchdowns zero. is pretty zero incredible. Is a, yeah. Zero wow. There was a prop bet out there. I don't remember. I don't know what the odds were, but it was probably over under. T- if you'd have just bet that the Chiefs don't score a touchdown, that had to have been so much money. I, Cause you would have just thought there was no There's way. There's no way. Really um, high. Uh-huh. Yeah. Pop, she might have saw this. Do you? Did you see or do you know the last time Mahomes lost an NFL game by more than one possession prior is to it, Sunday? It,
0: maybe never. I can't remember. It's very – Okay, never. Yeah. <laughs> it
1: was, Mahomes and the Chiefs had not been blown out once in the three seasons he's been the starter. In fact, Sunday's margin of defeat, 22 points, was half the total margin of defeat in all of his losses combined as a starter, wow. which is 44. Wow. It was a dominant performance, and it's one – I try. I was, I, I kind of, as I was laying down that night, I was thinking, you know, wow, I should have seen this coming. We like pops talked about offensive line, we talked about, oh, that's going to be tough. With Pierre Paul, but I just that Chiefs team is as good as we, we've never seen a Chief, that Chiefs team this one with Kelsey, Hill, Mahomes, Andy Reid, everybody combined be stopped that way. And my biggest takeaway was one bowls, Todd Bowles deserves, uh. Another. Eventually, he will get another head coaching opportunity. I think the best thing that happened to the Bucks is none of their guys got a job because they're bringing <laughs> that whole coaching staff yeah. back. And Devin White pops. Is he maybe one of the best linebackers in the game? No, I, he, he was incredible. No, I
0: think he is in the running. Yeah, he had a hell of a game.
1: Uh, uh. And the other, the other guy that's up, his contract's up, so they have to see if they can bring him. Levante David. I, I saw his contract's up too, and he he played a good game at times. I mean, I know Kelsey had a good stat line, but it never felt like Kelsey was dominating the game. Mm-hmm. And I, that Bucks team—I I guess the thought now is, what do I mean? Are they the favorites now? You think, pops? I mean, that, that Bucks team—we were just—it's funny. Two weeks ago, we were like, this Chiefs team could be a dynasty, and now we've complete. It's the way the NFL works. Can I, can like, I jump in? Well, this Bucks team, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. So, so it's not—it's not even. I like—I—I I hate to acknowledge it. But I, 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 if there's a dynasty brewing, Brady kills it. That's what he does. That's his job. He's done it with Mahomes. He's done it with uh, Wilson. Uh, it's, just, it's just how he rolls. Is He likes to beat the second-time Super Bowl appearance guy. Um, it's, uh, it, it's hard to bet against the Buccaneers because I don't care if he's 58 years old. There's going to be a way for them to win. I don't know what it is. I'm just so freaking pissed about it. I I don't want to see it, but this is I mean this is Tom Brady's league. We will never see another player like Tom Brady well, ever.
1: Yeah. Well, it's also clear by looking at the margin of victory. So they won by twenty two. Every other game, every other he's been in. As we've talked, nine Super Bowls, and uh, the other the other largest margin of victory they have were ten points. It's clear Bill Belichick was holding him back. Right? <laughs> is that what we? <laughs> No, seriously. Pops, what do you think about the Bucs moving forward? And I mean, Tom Brady, I, he said after the game, he's coming back. He wants to defend the title, and I, he doesn't look – he doesn't look old. Like we've seen Drew Brees at times like, oh, man, it looks like he's getting close. Ben Robsburg, it looks like he's getting close. All these older guys, Philip Rivers, all these guys that are around that same age are getting closer or younger.
0: Brady looks great. Uh, so the question is, do I think the Bucks? are going to be in it next year. abso freaking But, and, and here's what I wanted to say about Kansas City, and and it probably deserves getting into a little bit more, but I don't know if, I think we saw perhaps some arrogance because Kansas City's never out of a game. I think yeah. they just thought they were going to, snap their fingers and get a couple deep to, to heal. I thought Kelsey that at halftime, I went six live odds for the money line. And, and then, and then I think, you know, that, that end of the first half, all those timeouts was kind of weird, you know, given Tampa Bay, but also I, I don't think you can take away maybe what happened to Andy Reid's son, distracting him in that game. I really think, I mean, cause that's, yeah, that's I an mean, amazing this. thing that happened. I mean, I, you know, his. You, so I'm just saying, yeah. if I'm a parent, my heart goes out to my son. Yeah, yeah. My heart goes out to the the people that were yeah. affected. That one may so, not make quick, it. So real
1: I'm glad you brought that up, Tony. Can you explain for any for the listener that doesn't know what happened with uh, Andy Reid's son prior to the Super
2: Bowl? Can you explain that? Tony? Yeah. So uh, on either Wednesday night or, yeah, I think it was Wednesday night at nine or Thursday night at nine. I, I'm sorry if I get that date wrong. Uh, Britt Reed was coming home from uh from the Chiefs complex or in the area of the Chiefs complex, getting on I four thirty five south of Kansas City, um, getting it onto the on ramp. Uh, there were two parked cars. Uh, a car, a Chevy Impala, had run out of gas, and then there was a car there, Chevy Traverse, that uh was there to assist a family member. And Reed, in his Dodge pickup, uh, entered the on ramp to the interstate and and. The police report says that the Impala's uh, flashers were out; they the battery had died. But the Chevy Traverse's flashers were on, so the first car's flashers were not on. It's nine p.m., but anyway, he drifted into the Impala, hit the front right, front left, uh, driver's side corner of the Impala, then drove into the back of the Chevy Traverse. Chevy Traverse had two uh, a four-year-old and a five-year-old in the back seat uh four year old was injured, had a concussion, a broken nose, I think, and is fine. But the other child, I think, is still in um critical condition. Yeah, and time I recording I don't want to
3: still in critical. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I, I don't, you know, you know, based upon their family situation, I don't want to make any quote, you know, any she's in serious critical condition. So um and, uh Britt Reed was also uh taken to the hospital. He had abdominal surgery. I I don't know if he's still in the hospital or has left the hospital, but there are, there are, it looks like that, um, uh, the preliminary reports are that, that he told the police officers in the report that he had two to three drinks, uh, and was on the prescription medicine Adderall at the time of the accident. Now. Uh, they said they smelled moderate alcohol. Um, I, I don't know how many sobriety how many impairment tests they give, but the officer said there were at least four tests that indicated that he may have been impaired. So they did take yeah. blood uh, at the scene. So that that that's all the facts that 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 I know. And I'll just tell you from being in Kansas City several times and being on that road, uh, I I don't want to uh, you know discount anything here, but that's a fairly uh, a dark part of that interstate. It's a, it's a very high ramp coming up from uh, that stadium drive, getting up onto I-435, which is fairly elevated right there. Um, if you're not paying attention, that would have been a tough place to have a parked car there on the on-ramp, but um, uh, but that's all we know. You know, as, as Lifford said, your hearts go out to everybody. But that happened the day before uh, they were scheduled to leave for uh, uh, for Tampa.
1: Yeah. And I think I speak first, first and foremost, I know we're saying how this impacted the game and the most important part, as we've mentioned, and I I know all y'all feel the same way. The most important part is there's a five-year-old girl uh, who's in the hospital right now in severe condition. So she's seriously injured. And there is a GoFundMe that's been started. It's already as of tonight raised $300,000 for Ariel. That's her name. So, I mean, our thoughts and prayers go out to her and we hope that family's okay and she's okay. But As a, and I can't fathom this. That's why I wanted to ask. And I'm glad you brought it up pops. I can't imagine as a parent for Andy Reed, who we've, we've, if you know, Andy Reed's history, he's already had, I mean, he has one child that I believe committed suicide. Is that right, Tony?
2: So I don't know suicide. I know he has, he, he passed. Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay. 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 Well, excuse me if I'm wrong. I could be totally wrong on that, but we, I know he's just had some troubles before and, for this to be on, maybe not the biggest game of his life because they, they won a Super Bowl, but one of the biggest uh, days of your life as far as your profession and for his uh, days before, for a son to not only get in an accident that's scary and his son's going to have surgery, but now could have hurt someone, did hurt someone, maybe bad, we don't know. I just, I just can't imagine. You need to be putting all your time and effort and thought into this game and you're also your
0: that's your son, pops. I mean, can you even imagine that? that- I'm telling you, Kevin and I, Tony, I think will 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 back me up here. There is no way on earth that doesn't distract you from the job in front of you. There is just there's no way. I mean, and and it should it should distract you. I mean, that's that's a major event, and and like I say, I don't want to sound crass. I, I'm certainly worried about the the, the young lady, uh, but in in the in the talking about the football game, there's no way Andy's Reed's head was in the right place for that game at that time. Yes.
1: I think the same way, Pop, that's that's one of those things. And I, 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 we can't say enough, the game's not the important thing, but that's just the important thing is this this girl. But I just can't imagine Andy <laughs> Reid having to yeah. either – he's either one, got to try to balance it or try to not think about it. That's just – not only is that your son who could be hurt or is mm-hmm. hurt and then mm-hmm. he hurt someone else, but if if – he was drinking and we we don't know hopefully it was just a, a freak deal and he had one drink and maybe just it's a bad area of town who knows but if if there's more to it i mean this could be ramificate this could change his life forever if there's more to this so yeah. i i just think there's no way that doesn't impact andy Reid in this game at some point and it did seem like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were better prepared and their game plan they adjusted i don't know if they really had to adjust cuz
2: they their game plan just worked from, from start yeah. to finish. I, and, and Kevin, I'll say this. And, yeah. and the last thing I, that there's lift <laughs> um, said it, I, I I think Kansas city just came in regardless of that situation overconfident and, and they played that the first two and a half quarters confident that they were going to be able to do what they wanted to do and win the ball game and just not enough adjustments there. And Uh, Honestly, I I don't know if I blame Andy Reid more than I blame Eric bien And there may be a reason that Eric bien is not a head coach. And it may be because let's look at Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy, kind of the same thing underneath Andy Reid. It's kind of a one-trick pony. And maybe that offense, once you smash-mouth it, you know how to defeat it. That happened with the West Coast offense. Uh, somebody finally figured out how to beat uh, that Bill Walsh offense, and they did it. And so maybe this was it. Maybe this was the key to to, to that, and Kansas City is going to have to make some adjustments. But I think Kansas City was. Uh, this looked to me like a team that was overconfident, that it didn't matter that they had lost four <laughs> offensive linemen. Uh, during the year, that they were still going to be able to beat whoever you put out in front of them, even if they were a first-class defense, maybe the best in the NFL. The other thing is, and I I don't know if the IT IT department can get us this, but the third down stats, once again, Tampa Bay crushed their opponent. Just like they did. We talked about this after the Tampa Bay-Green Bay game. They were so proficient on third down. They wore the Chiefs defense out. And I think that was the key to the game uh, for me was the way Tampa was able to move the ball, especially in the first half on third down. It just, just every play was made. And, and that's, that's just, that to me is the, was the key. And on Tampa Bay winning next year, I'm against them because I think they're (laughs) going to have to, uh, they're going to have to figure out how they fill the hole. That is Chris Godwin. And Chris Godwin is is probably gone after this year. They could re-sign Antonio Brown, but he is just one air conditioner thrown through the window away of being <laughs> d- just like Josh Gordon and out of the league. And so, you know, they're going to have to figure out that two hole on that on that offensive on that offense and how they're going to feed that. And we still don't know. I, you assume Gronk's coming back. And Gronk wasn't that much of a influence to anything until these last two, three weeks of the playoffs. So uh, they're going to have some, some, some questions to answer, but I think green Bay is still too good. I think the Rams just got a whole lot better. uh, And, and they've got, they're the only Seahawks. If Russell Wilson's not asking out,
1: we'll see. There's some weird stuff going on there, but (laughs) but
2: I just tell you, there's a lot of competition for the top spot in the NFC. And I think, Right now, all Kansas City's got to worry about is 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 Buffalo and and Baltimore. So um, yeah, yeah. we'll see what yeah. happens. Yeah. yeah,
1: It's interesting, though, uh, on Kansas City and Andy Reid. I mean, last year, and rightfully so, you won a Super Bowl, this happens, and you're usually like, oh, you got a Super Bowl, and we can put all those clock management and all the, oh, Andy Reid can't win the big game behind us. If they don't get that fourth down play, that Wasp play to Tyreek Hill against the 49ers and make that comeback... All of a sudden, you have two losses in a row where Andy Reid couldn't get it done in the Super Bowl. And I don't hate the timeouts he called at the end of the first half because, I mean, you're trying to get the ball back and that team can score in a chance. But it did get Tom Brady enough time to go down there and score a touchdown, so it looks bad. It's just funny to me how things change. If All of a sudden, looking back, if they don't get that fourth down Tyree kill where San Francisco just blew last Super Bowl, then Andy Reid's
2: talked about it in a totally different light oh, yeah. than he is supposed to win. It's what you he do. Is, I right? mean, you... The, it's what they do. That's their personality. Go ahead. El. I was just going to
3: say, you can't put this game on one play though. I mean, the, the yeah, Tampa yeah. Bay defense destroyed the Kansas city offense and the Tampa Bay offense destroyed the Kansas city defense. I mean, that was just uh that was an all game long sort of ordeal. And uh, it, it was just, it was a blowout. I mean, I think the Tampa Bay was the better team in every single way. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. Okay, LJ, and I think this is something that you'll have a reaction to. I'm, a, I, I'm with the whole like when Tom Brady comes, it does. It just puts a new confidence in your team, but the the whole the whole like showering like oh well Tom Brady was texting us every night to tell us that we're gonna win and we're the better team I, I'm a little like okay whatever I'm sure Baker Mayfield probably texted the Browns the same yeah, thing yeah, before yeah, they yeah, played sure, the Chiefs it's just and, uh, fucking they didn't win I uh, just remember, Taylor like, Heineke okay.
3: probably said that to the Redskins <laughs> team so yeah. No.
1: <laughs> I know we're just doing this whole victory parade, which that's what happens when you win a Super Bowl, especially your seventh. So, I mean, I'm not discrediting Tom Brady, but it's just like, oh, well, Tom Brady was Texas. Like, yeah, well, you also, your defense just played their ass off. Like, Let's not give it all to Tom Brady here.
2: So, yeah. So let me give you one of those uh, Al Davis and Pete Rozelle moments with Antoine Winfield Jr. and Devin White. You know, I'll pretend to be Antoine and Devin and you guys project what you want so it's 48 hours before the Super Bowl they got the PS5 or 27 because they get all the advanced stuff and they got Call of Duty going on Freaking hey boring. man hey cover my blank cover my blank hey was that the text hit it oh it's from it's from it's from Tom it's TB what's he saying hey man we're gonna fucking win tomorrow we're gonna fucking win the Super Bowl can you believe this shit can you believe this guy <laughs> This why boy crazy. What? <laughs> Fuck you, man. I, I'm getting paid my money. You get paid your money. Leave me alone. Let me do call of duty. We're gonna take care. Fuck you, man. He's not gonna care. He's not, you know, come on man. Let's go. You know, that's not I I I just love the, the sports talk
1: the next day. It was all like Tom Brady willed this victory. Uh, he spoken to existence no. I'm like, yeah, every quarterback says we're going to win no. leading up to the if game. If you don't, you show him a If you
2: actually win. And they did. Yeah. if yeah. yeah, you're not. So that's the, yeah, right. In the NFL, that's the guy, right? That's the guy. You know what Tom Brady did and give him all the props. He made third down passes. He didn't give up the football. He did exactly what he was supposed to do. He found himself an advantage and he took advantage of that and didn't lose the game. And he, and he's done it seven times. So good for him.
3: But 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 so it's the same thing as Patrick no, Mahomes. It's the same thing as Patrick Mahomes probably texted his boys and said, "You know what? If we're <laughs> if we depend on it on third down, I'm going to hit somebody in the freaking <laughs> face mask for a touchdown." Hey man, and he he did he did it. <laughs> so, 80, <yeah. laughs>
2: that's what they did. Hey man, hey man, I'm really excited about the game
0: tomorrow, <laughs> Y'all, let's let's go. <laughs> <score. Let's, laughs> Let's score a lot of touchdowns and really win this game, okay? <laughs> oh, God. If, I'm glad LJ said that because if I'm not mistaken, two balls hit guys in the face mask. And yeah. one in of those was Tyreek Hill who catches yeah. the ball yeah. really well. Yeah. yeah. and. And one hit Kelsey in both the hands in the and first Kelsey quarter. Kelsey drops on a big one third down. I mean, those passes are complete, and they were made on unbelievable plays by Mahomes with a turf toe, by the way. Yeah, um, yeah. he has got surgery? He's getting surgery, surgery, yeah. surgery
1: on Wednesday? Today, I'm just yeah. so it so. so they today. could
0: have been in that game if they catch those balls. Yep, and they were on the money. Uh, I yeah. just loved him. Did you see that they
2: have put in on Patrick Mahomes' face after Kelsey missed that first one, and Mahomes look is like, oh, it's going to be a bad day. Oh shit! That's gonna it's one be one of those bad days. Day. You know, you can just that look like, uh oh, that's not supposed to happen. Oh, shit.
1: So on on Tom Brady pops, I, there's no way. I don't think there's any way we see another NFL player do what he's done. I and part of it can be luck. He got drafted to a great team, and he won the first couple before it was really Tom Brady winning the Super Bowls. But still, seven Super Bowls, ten times. I mean, we're for. And, Romo kind of brought it up just because he was trying to find something to make the game interesting because it wasn't <laughs> very interesting as far as on the field, but like for Mahomes now to if he wants to become the goat, you know he not only will he need to even if he wins six more, Tom Brady will still have one over him. He's probably got to win seven more Super Bowls to be the goat. I I just don't know how oh, anyone man. ever surpasses what Brady's done, and he's not done yet.
2: Like he could win another one. So Fuck you'd you. have to. I, yeah, fuck yeah, that's
4: what he said.
2: <laughs> um, I, <laughs> the only thing I can think of now that's comparable, it, 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 I, I'm not going to do the Jordan LeBron uh, comparison because it's just not, I, I don't think it's the same for the NBA and, the, and, and but for team sports, I, I think Babe Ruth was considered the greatest baseball player of all time, of all time and he was a big old hunk of goo man and and you know in his his <laughs> last 3 or 4 years you look at those felons, the title. But the kid the, the dude could just hit a hit a baseball and he did it without effort and and uh you know it it took uh, to Hank Aaron for you know 50 uh, 40 years later I think maybe 40 something years later, for him to get to that level and then it took another you know 30 years after that uh, for anyone to get close to that, and and like with Cal Ripken passing Joe DiMaggio, um, excuse me, um, Lou Gehrig, um, that's just those are things. So in in 50 years, will we see someone pass Tom Brady? Perhaps, but I don't think anytime while we're still, uh, Liff and I may be on a on a island in the Caribbean at 110 after sipping some of that go go juice, and we might be able to watch somebody finally <laughs> make it. But I I don't. I don't know that that's it's going to happen for a half century.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I I respect the whole Tom Brady era, and it's been fun to watch him, and I I enjoy watching him play. But all right, let's, let's get the fuck every out. Every time you think we're done, every time you think like, all right, the Tom Brady thing's done, he wins like two more Super Bowls or something. It's insane. I don't understand how it happens, but. Yeah. Uh, let's get to the most important news from the game. And that is the streaker that ran on the field. So Tony, can you enlighten us? There's a rumor that was kind of circulating around social media. on Maybe
2: the guy cashed in on this. I'm hearing confronting things So Let let me, what, what have you seen? Okay. So there was a rumor and I I actually got this from a, a, a buddy that we that we play fantasy football with here in little rock was, um, friends with one of the guys that was at the super bowl and he texted a picture he they were at jay alexander's bar after the game yep. and the streaker yep. was there so he took a picture with the streaker and said look who this is yeah. it's obviously the guy i mean it, it's him yeah. you, you know it's him but he, um, he
3: might as well be wearing the pink
2: man yeah <laughs> yeah
1: uh
2: whatever that yes. was. yeah i don't uh, even know what it was and don't want to know really want to know. so um I think, you know, but the story he was telling at the bar, he t- the guy at the bar was quoting, hey, he just said he bet fifty K on this this prop bet that was plus seven fifty for there would be a streaker on the field. And so he he said he was like he got a, it was a thousand dollar fine, so he made three hundred and forty-eight thousand dollars. Well I, we were kinda like, no, there nobody's gonna take that much money on a prop bet. So then the next story comes out, and I think it was on the the um, uh, it was a site not called Bet Online. Let's just say that <laughs> that um, a lesser site, yeah, a lesser site which <laughs> Bet Online would do this. That he bet a hundred dollars on a plus seven on the plus seven fifty that there'd be a streaker, and, um, and and then he got several friends of his to do the same. So they pulled their money together, did it, and he he and his buddy. Um, his buddy tried to do it first, blocked the cops, and then he came right behind him, jumped on, and took off. And so they cashed in. That's the story that they cashed in on that prop bet. Now, I think there's still investigations underway. And so I'm I, well, I'm, so, I'm thinking that uh, that Kevin ha- has got the conspiracy for us.
1: Well, there's more. There's, I've read some other things. And one, you're right on they don't take huge bets on prop bets like that, like monster bets, because, like you're saying, there can be – collusion you could be a guy who knows Tom. yeah yeah I mean, you like can we be talked guy about that knows the the national anthem person who's gonna go long A-G- like A-G- a, yeah. a yeah. yeah there's all kinds <laughs> of stuff and actually there's a joke that tom brady apparently told the quarterbacks coach that hey there's a bet on uh half a carry for me so i'm just gonna run it one time where there's not anybody over the middle and get four yards and we'll just catch it <laughs> didn't happen but so that's why they don't take huge bets on prop bets because there can be some kind of thing also though if you noticed his little, as we mentioned, his pink, uh, banquini—I guess—is what we called <laughs> yeah. it before. I don't know what that was, but it said the words "Fatali Uncensored" on it, which is a, there's a uh, there's like a guy that owns a prankster YouTube page that has like millions of views. Oh, uh, is and that really related called, to something that fatality. freaking idiot? Seriously, like we're related yeah, to and that And this isn't guy. the first time. This isn't the first time that a streaker's gone on he had a, it was actually his girlfriend at the time did it during like a Premier League match, like the biggest match, and it said that it said the exact same thing. It looked a little better on her than it did well, on the guy. I,
3: can, but, can, can I get an analogy. Uh, I, I just recently learned that the. Uh, yeah. you do you remember the flashers at the World Series, the 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 boobies at the World yeah, Series? Yeah, of course you yeah. um, <laughs> That was apparently do you know Jake Paul? That was his girlfriend. I said, yeah, too quick there. You're uh, right, LJ. <laughs> so, so this is all, I mean, I'm just, I, I freaking hate YouTube culture. It's the worst.
1: Well, and so there's this guy, this Vitaly yeah, guy, back in the day, back when he first did this When the Premier League game, someone asked him about it, and he said, so to, do a, to get a 30-second spot, it cost millions of dollars. I can pay this one person $500,000. He'll go do it for me, and that gets me thirty seconds and even more because people are going to be googling it and all this. So it, that sounds like where it's from. Either, and there's also a picture of this guy, the guy that streaked, holding the thing up in Tampa, holding the sign up in Tampa Bay this past week, saying, "I'll streak in the fourth quarter if you give me your ticket." So who knows for sure what's going on? But I, I think there's some shenanigans. In you know, fact, if
2: you look at this picture, and I made this quote. If you look at this picture. This sucker has shaved his armpits. Now, what's up with that? (laughs) So my quote was, my quote was this guy. His armpits are clean shaven. This guy is either, and I saw that from the picture in the bar, not not until I saw the picture on the field, but the guy in the the bar, he's like, damn, he he shaved his armpit.' And actually, he doesn't have the pink shirt on in the bar. He shaved everything. Now, I don't know if he's manscaped, but. I'll say this. Um, I'll say this, though. So my, he is either a swimmer or a drag queen, because those are the only guys that I know that shave their armpits. So I'm interested to find out which one this guy really is. Not that there's anything wrong with either one. I, I'm Whoa, a RuPaul fan. Harry. But, you know, this is uh, – but this guy, he, he's got some issues. He's got some issues, and, and God help him if that truly is a Mankini, because – LJ,
1: I hate that I didn't tell you ahead of time because I, I found it a little late. But Kevin Harlan, the great Kevin Harlan, was doing the radio call in on Westwood One. Oh, God. And, and he actually called as he was going. He's like, he's on the field and he's taking his pants off. Pull your pants up, man. <laughs> Pull your pants up. My God. It was a great call. He did have Kevin a good Harlan.
3: call. Yeah. Yeah, I I a that, that that yeah. I might find a way to stick that in. I might find a way to stick that in. I listen to that.
5: Oh, that's so funny.
1: Um,
5: Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.
1: All right. Is there any other Super Bowl thoughts, commercials, or do you have any other thoughts on the games? Before we move on to like maybe our favorite commercial of the game,
2: so did you like or not like the national anthem?
1: I thought the national anthem was good.
2: Yeah, I thought First it was, was great. okay. I, I liked I, the
1: little
3: collaboration with it. it. I thought it was good. But did 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 it someone no, hear of an Eastern. issue with it? Did anyone have an issue with it?
0: I didn't get to hear no, it. No, so I liked it. I, I liked it.
3: Okay, cool. I thought it was really okay. great. I, I thought was, both of them did a phenomenal job. It's like it's. I, I would say. I would say it's even top uh, top ten. Probably not top five, top but
2: it's 10. top ten. I was clocking it, to be honest it, with you. It was you.
1: no Whitney in Houston, but I thought it was really yeah, good.
3: I had yeah. a
2: vested interest to see how long or, or, or not as long it was. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it beat um, Fergie. It beat so. Fergie, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so from the, from the performance before the game to the performance at halftime, let's talk about the weekend's performance. There was that one spot that uh, if you were watching a little close, you might have got a little dizzy, or he was running through his little like, fun house or whatever that was. Um, first, I wanted to ask you, LJ, is it just me or the beginning of that thing, the sound was jacked up? Wasn't so, it? so I mean, I, I feel
3: like w- the whole point of us having a podcast to me is for me to talk about how terrible the mixing is on the Super Bowl halftime show. Because I swear to God, I can't hear a singer. I we, we have yet to hear a singer at a Super Bowl halftime show since I, the Black Eyed Peas. I don't know. Like it's been a long freaking time. I I think the mixing was terrible. However, I thought it was good halftime show. Otherwise, I, I, I feel like it's getting a lot of hate um, yeah, as a halftime show. Yeah, it seems show, like the new thing now it. is
1: you either have to love the halftime show or absolutely hate it. I don't. No one could just be like, I thought it was solid. But that my only issue was what you were saying, LJ. I, I thought it was terrible at the beginning, just the audio of it. But I thought, in general, the performance was pretty cool. I liked the weekend. It was interesting that it... He's still singing, which I like. that "I Can't Feel My Face" song, but I believe that is about um, hardcore drugs cocaine. and that was the same, yeah, yeah. cocaine specifically. It's about yeah. cocaine and the same song that he's sang at Nickelodeon when he won like a Kids' Choice Award. So <laughs> he actually won a
3: Kids' Choice Award for <laughs> yeah, singing a song about how you can't fill your face when you're on too much coke. Um, so, wow, interesting That's
1: Canadian
2: for you right there.
3: <laughs> but I will say, I will say, so 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 the disappointment I think for me in this halftime show is. I mean, I you know I, I'm not into dudes, but like he was a lot sexier with his 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 weird dreadlocks than he is with his like I don't know Louise Guzman look, um and and I I just I I don't love it, but 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 the halftime show in general like there were some things I watched I watched about an hour ago I rewatched it just to try to make sure I didn't understand properly, but like that first scene where he like. Is in the car and then we find out we're at a weird angle and then we find out we're on the screen. I don't know where we ended up with is is the weekend even there or not yeah. like the I I really thought the pageantry, the 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 I don't know, the the cool effects of the, the <clears throat> Super Bowl halftime show totally existed here. I thought he did a great job at performing his songs. I thought the arrangements were really cool. I, I genuinely, unless you just hate the weekend, don't understand why you didn't like this halftime show. Personally,
1: all right, pops. I haven't heard your thoughts. What do you think about the halftime I, show?
0: I wasn't the biggest fan of it, but I'm not the biggest fan of the weekend. And and I guess my prevailing thought was he's not even on Prince's level. I mean, you know, he just he Damn, was not even right. on. I I didn't think that he was Super Bowl. Halftime worthy in his career, I, I guess I mean, he's
3: better than the Black Eyed Peas. Well, uh, you know, I mean, he he was better than have, most Super Bowl halftime shows. I honestly, I would put him in the top like seven or eight, no question. Mm. Um He's not Prince. I agree with you one hundred percent on that. That well, was maybe the best time yeah, of, I was halftime say, show ever. Not made. many people
0: are, but but uh,
3: yeah. but if you're comparing,
1: if we're to are comparing yeah, everybody yeah, we, we to Prince's talk. halftime show, yeah. then we're probably not going to get yeah what we want most
0: I, years I thought Prince. It was, okay, I guess is yeah. What
2: okay, I thought interesting. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's um, where I was. I I'm, I like the weekend. I, I I like to learn what the kids are listening to these days. Um, <laughs> so. Cocaine songs. Okay, way to <laughs> <you> go, Papaw. <laughs> no, I I agree with LJ hundred percent. It was one of the best looking halftime shows I've seen in a while. I, I just needed to see a big lion walking down there, and uh, you know from a <laughs> uh, you know but but from a musical standpoint, I just thought it was okay. You know, uh, I didn't hear okay. that big well, I mean, guitar, and, and I so I didn't hear that big that big blast of a you, song that made you go, "Yeah, rock or yeah." Well, I think I think that's you know I, to along, me, I thought the arrangements.
3: You know? I thought there were there were some really cool moments where it was like really choral, or it was really string based, and and if you know the weekend, it was really cool moments. And if you don't, I I think the the lack of special guests hurt him in a lot of people's eyes because I think it it lacked that crossover appeal. Yeah that we get in a lot of Super Bowls, but I think he performed his stuff as well as one can. I mean, I I was really impressed by the show and I also, I really love that they had the whole field to themselves Mm -hmm. um, to a degree. I think, I think it was really cool. It almost reminded me of like grambling tech or whatever playing for Justin Timberlake and uh, Janet Jackson. We were missing uh, a key element there, but um, it, it was really cool to have the whole field. Be a performance instead of just a series of fans that paid enough to Doritos or whatever. I I, I liked
1: it. I liked it a lot. I did have uh, one major issue. It wasn't with the halftime show. The Super Bowl gave me just one big issue, and that was that Pops, we didn't get Dr. Rick. In a Super Bowl commercial, <laughs> I, I was know, dying. Man. I was oh, hoping we'd get God. a brand new Dr. Rig commercial. Yeah, I thought it'd be a and brand we new robbed. one. They drop a brand You're new nice. one. On us. <laughs> I You're
0: was right. I, that
1: was what I was waiting with bated breath, especially when the game was not going as according <laughs> to what I bet. I was just waiting on a Dr. Rig commercial, and we didn't get one. However, we did get some good commercials. So let's let's talk about maybe our favorite ones. Uh, one that I really enjoyed was I thought the Eminem commercial was really funny. Where they were giving MMs because they were sorry. And it was like the guy was he apologized yeah. for purposely kicking his chair. And then the other girl was like, apologize for calling you Karen. She's like, My name's Karen. She's like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I apologise yeah. that your name is Karen. <laughs> like I thought that <laughs> one was pretty cute and pretty funny and, and I, I thought it was clever. What Pops, did you have a commercial that you enjoyed or like- well, I
0: you know, I gotta say the one that stood out to me though, I'm gonna get a little sappy and pawish here, but but the little, the (laughs) the little girl with no legs, the swimmer. I mean, that was a great commercial. God, it was amazing. And how she was, you know, listening to her adoptive parents, uh, you know, getting the phone call that, you know, we found you a baby girl, but she, uh, we're going to have to take her legs. And, um, you know, and they were just like, well, I can't wait to meet her this will be amazing I don't know that was a, a real yeah. you know, that was that amazing. was the
1: Toyota one and you're right that oh. one I was sitting here and somewhat some for some reason yeah. my room it
2: started getting tear oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who, someone what was having onions or spaghetti in your apartment yeah I the feel you your eyes got dry <laughs> started to water right yeah yeah a little
3: bloodshot from the gummies only I promise <laughs> <was the> <laughs> yeah,
2: uh, yeah. yeah that, that one was
1: really good LJ did you have a commercial that you liked or was it one of the ones we already mentioned
3: I did, but I just I'm thinking about that one, so I'm a little lost. Uh, uh, maybe maybe come back to me. Give me a second.
2: <laughs> uh, what about you, Tom? So mine was in pregame, and I don't know why I like this commercial, but there was a commercial, uh, probably 30 minutes before they had just started the CBS, and it's um, have you seen these uh, Samuel Adams, the cousin from Boston, uh, commercials where the cousin from Boston? I guess I missed those. The cousin from Boston is always making trouble. Well, it starts, the commercial starts out, <clears throat> and you're thinking, because I had been told there was going to be no Budweiser commercials in the in the broadcast, and so it starts out, you see the big green wagon, you see the Clydesdales, and they're coming up, yes. and they're trickling yes. on, and they're starting to clop down the street, and they stop, oh, yeah. and this yeah. guy reaches out and pulls the Linchpin <laughs> <pulls the Lynch-Bignon>. Yacht. <laughs> the Clydesdales just go nuts, and they're all, they're running through, and I'm like, oh, shit, what? What kind of yes. Budweiser commercial is this? And then they turn and look, and it said, "It said, oh, I didn't expect that to happen." It said, and he's got a Sam Adams in his hand. He says, "Your cousin from Boston." <laughs> 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 oh, I, it was That's just hilarious. I got and, that and they've was got good. a series of those. Yeah, it's so good that, that you get so good. You know, he's an asshole at a party, or he causes something to get you in a fight at the bar and stuff. But it was funny. It was hilarious. I know you mentioned
1: Budweiser, and one that got a lot of love was the the Bud Light commercial. Got a lot about when life hands you lemons, and it was like raining lemons. Yeah, it and was pretty good. And- yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: LJ, whoa! There sounded like there was a strong opinion coming. I just, I mean, it it was uh, it, it
3: followed. Okay, so if you've seen the the Watchmen on HBO, then you would know that this is an obvious uh, like steal squid. of a concept, and uh, and it was uh, like the most basic. Uh, sort of phrase ever. I just thought that was a dumb commercial. I also hated that we spent another minute or whatever on that guy with lemons and his cardboard sign. Um, I just you think I he was, was paid,
1: Don't You think he was like? Oh, do Here's I your think, ticket from think he was paid?
3: Or, Do I think the Instagram influencer that held up a sign that Al Michaels knew his freaking username was paid to be there? Yes, I think he was paid. Uh, probably Jim Nance. You mean Jim Nance? Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. No, yeah the the Al Michaels of Tony Romo. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> <laughs> all right well did you have a super bowl or did you have a commercial i know we were at you for a second but did you have a commercial you did like a better than that
3: i thought it was fun to see the wayne's world but it was also incredibly awkward because it, it's not as funny anymore for some reason um <laughs> but uh, i really loved really the jason alexander hoodie there, and yeah, how he changed his face like, i just thought that was really cool that,
0: yeah that was oh, good was it,
1: are you talking about the that was yeah. Good. Yeah, well.
0: Now there, did, like, and there was one the more funny one that I wanted to bring up. I, I think it was a potato chip, the one that Marshawn Lynch was was commentating. <laughs> And so Eli and Peyton are sitting there throwing the footballs in the bedroom and and Peyton apparently can't catch because Eli was drilling them into the wall. (laughs) Uh, We'll catch the ball. Don't throw so hard. We'll
5: catch the ball. On these ads,
3: I got to give props out to Ashton Kutcher. My man cannot sing for anything. And he did a a commercial where he sang Wasn't Me by Shaggy. And he sounded awful. Um, But but what a baller to go out there and do it.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah it was he was terrible. terrible i was happy though to see shaggy get a get get this little super there, cash because i haven't seen shaggy yeah, yeah, in a yeah. while so
2: yeah that we'd have um, it's pretty
1: expensive i think we need that's to get all i money. can really remember that's all i remember super bowl commercial wise did anybody else have another one
0: well, now that, that Matthew McConaughey, where he was like two, two D. Oh, I was trying damn. to figure out what in the hell is going on here. I, I mean, that was reasonably Matthew McConaughey
3: key. has smoked more weed than anyone has ever seen. I
2: mean, I don't that guy. No, 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 no. I don't know Woody. No. Woody, Woody Harrelson Gears. has smoked. Yeah, Woody Harrelson. Weed. Yeah. <laughs> it's,
0: no, it's no, funny no. Tommy and I came up yeah. with the same name. But it's Woody <laughs> Harrelson. Yeah. yeah, I, I think you might be. The and, and I guess the winner. the
2: real thing is. No one has smoked as much of Willie's weed as Woody Harrelson <laughs> and Matthew McConaughey, because Willie's got all the weed. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: true. <laughs> and we didn't even mention Cheech Snoop and Chong. Looking with jealousy, <laughs> they're they're down on the list. I guess they're down on the list, down, man.
1: <laughs> I want to transition now from the. We got to talk about the Super Bowl and two of LJ's favorite people. Between uh, we got Tom Brady. And then I know he loves Patrick Mahomes. And now we can talk about his third favorite person. Did y'all get to see the Al Davis 30 no. for 30? Oh,
3: okay. It's not Ben. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> no, Ben.
3: No, didn't get to see it, but Will. So
1: last week ESPN had a 30 for 30. I believe it was like last Thursday or sometime, but it was, it was Al Davis versus the NFL. And it's basically the, the rivalry that was Al Davis and Pete Roselle. That's his name, mm-hmm. right? Tony. Correct. And it was about how he wanted to move and couldn't move. And basically Al Davis loves to be in court. First off is one thing I got from that. And two. So my regulation of Al Davis is mostly the sucky Raiders and just drafting (laughs) anybody in the first round that can run a four, a sub four, four. (laughs) And so I didn't really, I knew Al Davis was this, you know, character and everything, but watching this 30 for 31, the Raiders were really good for a while. And two, I did. Did you do you know how he became the owner of the Raiders? It was actually I do not. I
0: don't. Yeah.
1: So in 19 or no, uh like after he wanted to become he was like in the AFL and when they merged with the NFL he wanted to become the commissioner and he didn't get it. So afterward he yeah. had formed a holding company and was able to get 10% stake in the Raiders. And then in 1972 while while a part of this uh 10% stake the actual owner of the Raiders went to Munich for the 1972 Olympics. And while that guy was in uh, Munich, Davis drafted a revised partnership agreement and had a whole voting and basically had a hostile takeover of the Raiders and took over the team. By the time the guy got back, he was no longer the owner of the team. And if you notice in the, in the 30 for 30, they talk about it. He wasn't actually called owner. He didn't become the owner, the official owner of the Raiders until 2007, He was called like General, I forget what the title is, but like General Operator or something. It wasn't the owner because he didn't technically have the ownership. (laughs) He just knocked the other guy out. Yeah. Al Davis is a straight G. I mean, not necessarily in the best way. If you were against
2: him, he probably screwed you over in some way or another. He was a badass. The thing about Al Davis is a lot like uh, Jerry Jones was in the 90s. He came in and just said, well, stop me. You know, and it was really it, yeah. And there were a lot of he was but he
1: was Jerry Jones before he Jerry was, Jones. Yes oh, yeah. he, yes he was,
2: yeah. and uh, revolutionized several different parts of the the AFL and then the NFL. Um, and uh, yeah, he's he's he was nuts, and but players loved him because he had that well, he had that gambler's attitude of hey, let's just get out there and and beat the crap out of people, and and they did. <laughs> He yeah. was known for a style that would would be hard to – uh. The, his team played with a kind of a
1: dirty, hit you in the head, yeah. probably knock you loose and throw it deep. I mean, it wouldn't really work in the in the safer version of the NFL Mahomes today. Mahomes would but, have a lot of neck issues. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, he really revolutionized on his movement around. Like he never – and that was kind of what the 30 for 30 was – the broad picture was about – eventually the raiders got their way and they moved to vegas with this beautiful stadium but he tried to do it before and the nfl kept trying to stop him and basically he set the groundwork for what became the nfl later with teams basically looking for cities to lure them in with extravagant stadiums i know lj you love how the 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 owners aren't the ones that pay for these amazing stadiums. Love it. I'm uh, glad the taxpayer makes, <laughs> makes uh, this work. But sure. When you look, Al Davis kind of laid the groundwork and then you saw Arizona and then later what he wanted to move to LA, but now LA bought, had that new SoFi stadium that Jerry Jones did it with Dallas. It, it's kind of in Minnesota, they built a new stadium and it, it's kind of Al Davis kind of set the groundwork for it, whether he did it the best way or not. Cause like you're saying, he, really said, Oh, that's the rules. Okay. Well stop me. And he did it a lot and went to court a lot. He won a lot, but he kind of mended. There was some weird stuff in there about Rizal. And it seemed like towards the end, Rizal was almost quit because it was, he stepped down as commissioner because it was just too damn stressful dealing with Al Davis. A lot of times, like it was just always something, one thing or another, It's hard to tell if that painted him. It painted him in a good light as a trailblazer a little bit, but also painted him as kind of a a pain in the ass to deal with. And I
0: think that is Al Davis's story. Probably. Oh, I think that's exactly right. I mean, he was a trailblazer. He was a pain in the ass, and and I mean, the most famous quote. I I don't know if you said it, but just win, baby. That's all. It didn't. It didn't matter. Just win, baby. And, And and think about it. That. I mean that's not a bad thing. Just win that cures a lot of ills. That cures a lot. I of I just,
1: did, I guess, I didn't realize the Raiders were a a very very good team no, for didn't. a long
0: time. Very good team. I, mm-hmm. I, I guess I, I kind of didn't
1: realize that most of history. Yeah, and I've I just since I've been alive, they've been kind of a joke. I mean, in a way. I, yeah. And, and, well, when you and draft Jamarcus
3: Russell, things change for you, but uh, yeah, yeah, it true. does.
2: But I tell you, it's it's interesting. That what has killed the Raiders is really what has killed the Cowboys, and, and that's a salary cap. And those Mavericks can't just go out there and say, I, I'm going to pay this for this guy. You guys don't want to keep up? That's fine. And uh, I, I that's really what knocked the Raiders and Al Davis out is you told him what he could or couldn't spend on and gave him a cap, and I think that's really hurt him, and it, it made business different. But, man, it was fun to watch. Growing up in Kansas City, there was no team hated – more than the Oakland Raiders. And because uh, the Chiefs at the time at the AF, you know, the AFL, NFL started playing the Super Bowl. The Chiefs went to the first two Super Bowls, but the Raiders were right there with them in the AFL before that. And there was a pretty big rivalry. Yeah. And, and I can remember, I I didn't get to go to the games when the Chiefs played the Raiders that dad and his friends went. And and it was, it was nasty. You didn't want to be to tailgate when it was Raiders weekend in Kansas City because, it was a it was a tough time. There's a chance, <laughs> chance they are gonna, gonna, gonna get kind of ugly. ugly. So, yeah, I can believe can't believe those kind of things. So, uh, yeah. Oh man, it, it, it's it's fun to watch those those kind of guys. It's kind of like watching John Wayne. You know, you just don't see folks like that anymore.
1: The the thirty for thirty was really good. The only thing I will say is it there's a it's weird. They basically they want it to be in Al Davis and Pete Rozelle's words, but neither one of those two men are still with us today. They have both passed on. So they had holograms of them and they were like talking, but it was like in a shadowy thing. So it looks like it's Al Davis and Pete Roselle, but in their own words, but it wasn't their words. Someone wrote it and made a computer say it. It it was really weird. And all I could think was like, um, we don't even know if Al Davis really says some of the things that we haven't seen. I mean, I think they tried to do it the best to make it sound and like thing like things he would say and be his thoughts, but still I just don't know if I'm fully on board with all the hologram stuff. We also had the thing we were talking about it beforehand. LJ mentioned it. They had the Vince Lombardi hologram kind of giving uh, us a pep talk before the Super Bowl, which was odd. It's neat. I just think it's one of those things where the technology is cool and we're trying to use it more than we probably should. I don't know. It was, it's weird to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: I wish they'd have done. Yeah. And so not to go too long on this, you you guys, if you haven't seen it, go uh, uh, rent the movie one night in Miami. Um, it's it's good. Very it's good. awesome. It, it's a lot I of talk. It. It's not Quentin Tarantino talk, but it's still a lot of talk. But it is still awesome. And they didn't try to hologram Muhammad Ali, Sam Cooke, uh, Malcolm X, and Jim Brown. They just. Had actors act them, and so if they'd done the same for Pete Roselle and Al Ooh, Davis, been fine. If they'd have done it with, uh, for with, uh, Lombardi, I'd have been fine with that because the Lombardi message was to the country: Hey, what happens when you get knocked down? You get back up. If they'd have just done something with a guy doing it or or flash different things with Al Pacino talking in the background, it'd have been fine. God, I agree. Godfather's telling me to get the fuck up. Okay godfather i'm to get up but don't put some kind of funky disney world hologram in front of me but uh yeah so i'm with you there kevin
1: yeah and to, to your point of that one night in miami it's on i believe it's still on amazon prime if you have prime you can watch it without renting like you can just watch stream it whatever yeah, boy it, i thought that was tony i thought that was really cool yeah. and you're right it's just it, it's a lot of talking it's not an action-packed movie it's basically just Instead of celebrating after a huge fight, all four of those guys are just talking in a room. And it it's really cool and interesting dialogue, especially for someone like me who doesn't, And like you said, it's not those people. It's actors yeah. portraying it. But it was really cool. And I, really I cool. enjoyed it because it wasn't some fake, deep fake hologram. It was just actors saying, this isn't actually Muhammad Ali, but I'm acting as if I am him. And I'm okay with that. We've been doing that for hundreds yeah. of years. Let's keep doing that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, it's the right way to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, I fixed yeah. what I broke. Yeah.
1: Um, are some good actors
3: ra- in this? Holy crap! I don't have to watch this.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a really cool movie. I think you'll really enjoy it. Um, putting a bow on things, we finished up the uh season. Do we have a pick for Super Bowl next year? Does anybody have a pick now? That's a good one. Uh, Drew Locke is going to
3: take the Broncos to the Super Bowl next year. For sure.
1: The no Broncos question. are uh, the the fourth worst odds of anybody to win Super Bowl next year. I did see that. So that's not. Well, they could uh, get
3: Deshaun Watson. That is like a thing that might happen, by the way. That's not going to
1: happen. Number though. one, Chiefs are the top team. Buccaneers, Packers, Rams, Bills. That kind of round five. The, an interesting team. 49ers plus 1,400. I mean, if Ooh, the team's healthy, they were a
3: couple bucks on that. Yeah. I, uh, what are the what are, uh, Dallas Cowboys are way down?
1: That's
2: fair. What are the Ravens?
1: <laughs> Let's see. The Ravens, they're in the top 10. They're right behind. They're right behind the 49ers
2: at plus 1600. I really like
3: the i throw a couple bucks on that. I too.
2: really like the Ravens. Um, I do. I do think the Forty ers is an interesting pick. I, I, I actually think the Cowboys may be an interesting pick in the NFC. As we said, we just talked about. Liv thinks the Bucks are are back. I, without Godwin, and they're one injury away of not being able to get to get where they are at. They just had a really good. It, they had the season you're supposed to have to win the Super Bowl, and that's it. But uh, I w- I'd have to pick the uh, I'd have to pick the Ravens uh, and the Rams to be who I'd see in the Super Bowl next year. Or 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 I, or, the, I, well, I like you, the, or the Rams. I, or the Seahawks.
0: <clears throat> yeah, yeah.
1: You like the Rams too,
0: pops? I like the Rams. I, you know, I like Stafford. So I mean, he's there. I, I like McVay and Stafford. I, I like to see what what'll happen with the Rams. Yeah. Like, so,
1: and I'm here. There's rumors that uh, the same way when uh, Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay, and all of a sudden, some former teammates called him up and said, "Hey, can we play down in the warm weather too?" Supposedly, Tony, your boy Marvin Jones, is already called up matt stafford and asked him you know la nice
2: weather i'm from california what do you think they're gonna lose josh reynolds so um that'll be that could be interesting
1: i do think it's kind of interesting i you could see something happen at la similar to what happened in tampa bay where some guys if they get cut or if they're looking to kind of rebuild all of a sudden you go Oh well, I could come take a year where I don't get paid a lot, but I live in L.A. and we can win a Super Bowl. I mean, I, it wouldn't be the shocking thing if you see a, a Leonard Fournette type, yeah. you know, go down there. Antonio Brown type. If they, they to want to, to
3: sign of... me, I'm open.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> everybody well, needs it, a sound hopefully guy. Hopefully, Sean's listening. If McVay's listening, uh, yeah, yeah. Right. If, if the
2: Rams
3: need a sound guy on their
2: line. everybody fine. needs a sound guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was we'll wrap so, up
1: with this. This is like, something. Oh, go ahead. This go will ahead, be.
2: I, I'll just say this right now. This will be one of the most interesting off seasons in NFL history. Come March first, there is just no telling the kind of deals that are gonna happen. The lowering of the salary yeah. cap, the the lack of revenue for the uh, teams in 2020, this is gonna be a a very interesting. Uh, 90 oh, yeah. days between March 1st and the end of and after the draft. It's just going to be really cool. <laughs> we'll see. There's going to be... Yeah, it's like, I, I can't I believe that just happened. Very interesting.
1: Yeah, and I was reading... I think they have a good, a uh, solid projection now. And I can't find it now, but there's a projection on what the cap will be. But I don't think teams will know exactly what the new cap will be until the day before... Okay, let's see the salary cap won't be known until hours before the new league year begins. So that means like franchise tags, you'll only know like to plan. If you want to tag someone, you won't know that it, how much it'll really affect your cap until right before it's time to yeah. make that decision. So that, Yikes. that'll be interesting. I think Tony, you're right. That'll be very interesting to see what happens come March 17 when the new league year begins. Let's wrap up with this. Cause we've talked about it off air, but we haven't got a chance to mention it. We now know the hall of fame class of 2021. Yes. And this sucker is loaded. We got, Peyton Manning, Charles Woodson, Calvin Johnson, Drew Pearson. Shout out the original 88. 88? Alvanica, Bill Nunn, and John Lynch and Tom Flores. Uh, Pops, I know <clears throat> Drew Pearson's probably one that steps off. I know you were a Peyton Manning fan. What did you think when you saw this class?
0: Oh, it's a good class. It is a good class. I'm glad to see Drew Pearson get in there. Drew Pearson was a hell of a receiver back in the day. Um, I mean, he really... He really was Stallback. I think he put Stallback on the map as yeah. much as, as Stallback put him on the map. So yeah. uh, and Peyton Manning. How the can word you Hail not Mary like him?
3: without Drew Pearson? Yeah,
0: yeah that's yeah. him. I mean, that's where it came from. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, good class, good class. I'm excited about it. Want to go? Then, Y'all want to go this year again? <laughs> That'd be fun. Heck yeah, uh, uh, I bro. Go. Uh, uh,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, lj just got, can... got a faded John Lynch
1: jersey that he can put on right <laughs> yes, now. Yes,
3: I can. I'll wear I'll I'll buy a uh Peyton Manning jersey too. We'll uh we'll yeah. have a bunch of Bronco jerseys up there that are pretending like that's where they came from.
0: We'll get Uncle Tony. <laughs> we'll rent a minivan and just we'll ride Let's up go. there, y'all. Let's do Let's it. Let's go. I'm going we'll I, I the bet road? they'll serve
3: me a drink in Cleveland this time. I bet they will.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they did last uh, time we could have oh, like L3. a JB, we could have they like did. a JPP hits the road like a football oh, weekend. Oh, oh, away, oh, from oh bacon.
2: boy! Oh all We it. can make that happen for real. All right, we let's, let's look into that, y'all. Let's let's vaccine up. Let's I, do it. Let's get our cards. And I roll. mean, this,
1: just looking at the class, I was impressed, and there was a couple of interesting tidbits that it's just. Another, and we'll end this with something LJ will love. It just again shows the incredibleness that is Tom Brady's career. You have, ah. you have Calvin Johnson, who was drafted, played a full career, and was inducted into the Hall of Fame. All while Tom Brady was in the second half of his career. <laughs> and then Charles Winston, who was a Michigan teammate with Tom Brady, been inducted into the Hall of Fame. Pay- oh, I mean, yeah. And then Peyton Manning, who was at one time his, his big rival, has now since yeah. retired and ah. been inducted. It's just insane. It is yeah. insane. Yeah. Can but I, still can, go so, and so I, because, because
3: I knew we were going to talk about this, I've got a couple of interesting Tom Brady thoughts that I'd like to yeah. share. So I'm glad we buried this so you can
1: slander Tom Brady at the end of the pod.
3: If you are one of those babies that was born uh, (laughs) nine months after Tom Brady's first Super Bowl, you're looking at how do I sign up for the draft? That's what you're looking at right now. That's how freaking long his career has been. If you if you wanted to know who advertised in his first Super Bowl, I mean, do you know what Gateway makes? (laughs) cuz <laughs> I don't, don't think make they make computers, computers anymore. <laughs> <laughs> do you know do you know what AOL I had a makes? Gateway. I mean, I guess um, email online. addresses, America kn- <laughs> Online. Ding dong. Do you know Do you know what Radio Shack makes? Um <laughs> Daisies I knew, I knew. <laughs> Radio Shack. I mean, holy cow, wow. this guy's been around for my entire existence it feels like. So screw that guy.
1: <laughs> they there there seriously and I'm almost one of them. I mean one of the first games I really remember watching oh a lot of gosh. was that Rams patriot Super Bowl. I mean uh, there's some people that legit have no football memory that Tom Brady is not a part of which is Oh, and that's wild. another
3: that's another uh potential repeat the greatest show on turf uh Tom Brady decided to kill uh God, I hate that guy.
2: I hate him. Yeah. I hate him so much. <laughs> Liff, would you would you say that in our fantasy league that Tom Brady is the most drafted player of all time?
0: Has to be, all right? I mean, mathematically. Yeah, because he all, he now, not, not the highest drafted not player, highest because, drafted player, you know, but, but always drafted. Always drafted. Always drafted, always drafted. yeah. Because the I, next yeah. would
3: be like VanderJet or something, I, right? Other like than it, his... The n- number two would be a kicker.
0: Yeah, other than
2: his first year... I can't. Or second year, I can't think of anybody who hadn't drafted Tom that Tom Brady after two thousand and three that Tom Brady wasn't drafted every year. He was drafted yeah. this year. He
1: has more Super Bowls than any other franchise. Shut has, up!
3: So. I don't. Uh, and that's the thing. Okay, so like that will never be beat in any sport ever. That is that is the only well, stat that will ever look like that.
2: So that's probably that's true because both the, the players that won championships with the Yankees and the players that won championships with the Celtics did it all with those teams. They didn't go somewhere and get exactly. another. Uh, so you will never see something yeah. like
3: that in yeah. any sport. I don't think for the rest of our lives, at least.
2: Yeah.
3: I, Do you think Bill Belichick called up Tom Brady to congratulate
2: him. No, how many, <laughs> let me ask. Well, let me, uh, let me ask he said he would. Let me ask this. Uh how many how many championships does LeBron have? Uh 4, I believe. Okay, he, there's no way he can catch the Celtics, right? No, the Celtics have like a the Celtics and Lakers have some incredible yeah. like 20 yeah. or something. Yeah. So, no one
3: will ever have that that stat. Yeah,
2: I I uh LJ's right. I I don't know that that stat will ever be broken. Asshole.
1: And then
3: he
2: also
1: <laughs> Tom Brady did Gronkowski is the best tight end ever. Right? No. Mm. No. Oh, no. I,
3: I mean, I, I do truly believe that Kelsey is a better tight end than Gronkowski <laughs> at both of their peaks and at both of their lows. I mean, I really do you do.
1: realize that Gronkowski, I, we might've mentioned this last week, but Gronkowski and Kelsey are the same age.
2: Yeah. No. Are yeah. you kidding me? Seriously? Yeah. They're both yeah. 31. Yeah. Gross. Kelsey doesn't no. block. Kelsey doesn't block.
3: Then maybe I'm Ron wrong. Does. Then maybe I'm just wrong. No. Can I say
0: Shannon Sharp? Is that is that biased? No, you can say you it. You Can but you'd be wrong. You can say it. You're wrong. <laughs> I mean, Ozzie <laughs> Newsome. Let's go back. Billy Joe Dupree. Yeah. B.J. <laughs> Dupree. There you go. That we're talking. BJ Winslow, right? Jason is a receiver.
2: Let's though. come on. Let's get the names out there. Oh, I know God. it's it's uh, uh, Kellen Winslow and Ozzie. Kellen, Newsom Kellen Winslow
0: senior, yeah, uh, senior, and Ozzie. Jason Ozzie Rican Ozzie Rican Newsom changed
2: did the game. They changed the game for them. <laughs> Kellen Winslow did it. Who would have
0: yeah. thought that we'd,
1: we'd, we'd start with Tom Brady and went in with just name, name uh, the
2: We ain't going to mention Jackie <laughs> Smith, are right, we'll, we? left. We're not going to talk about Jackie Smith. Some <laughs> no, of that, dropped that, that, will, <laughs> that will wrap us up. Lie. Another edition of the Just Press
1: Play podcast. <laughs> Guys, I didn't know if we'd make it when we started the NFL season, but the NFL season got played. Every game was played. We were here, right. we talked about all of it. And Tom I'm Brady shocked. once again leave it here's, on top, just like the just press play. Pop. A, here's a
2: clap off to <laughs> the of these NFL. things I expected. Yeah, way to go, <laughs> they did gentlemen. It. By they God, did I mean,
0: mean give them some credit. They, they did they, it. They, they did it.
1: Whether I mean, whether they did it with uh, smartness or just sheer stubbornness, either way, they did, they did it. it. They finished
3: a, the year, A so. single barber almost screwed it up for everyone. a but, Single yes. barber. That's
2: right. <laughs> If he had gotten four more haircuts in, we wouldn't have had the Super Bowl. (laughs) All
1: right. Well, make sure that you go check us out if you're not already following us on Facebook and Twitter. And if you're not, subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, wherever it is. Just subscribe to the Just Press Play podcast. Leave us a rate and review. And we will be back again next week with... Super Bowl's over Hoops football's in. there's no telling Hoops. what we could be talking about. I mean, it, it could is. be anything. Hoops, there well, I is. just want to say while you're, Hoops, while you're shouting our is. socials,
3: I want to thank everyone who suggested an album for me. Um, I, it's going to take me a long time to get through everything I got, but, uh, thank you so much for everyone who's sent me something.
2: There you
3: go. What's the most recent one you've listened to? Uh, well the, so the, the, the number one album so far on my list is, uh, James Blake by James Blake. Holy crap. That's a great album um and uh give me two seconds there was one i wanted to actually mention but i uh forgot because i'm a little drinky <laughs> <'Cause>
5: <laughs> oh no that that okay so van-
3: <laughs> <laughs> it does it does you you, you can't escape it can't van escape morrison's it. astral weeks oh. is an incredibly oh. produced album holy oh, yeah. crap yeah Holy crap. Yeah. Listen to Moondance. Um, listen go. to Moon well, Dance. Well, no, too. I have. I, okay. I've listened to what is that best of Ann Morrison that oh, we used to listen yeah. to. Build there, you there's a fire nothing like it. But I wanted to listen to something he like wrote as an album in Astro Weeks. <laughs> yeah. I mean bar Build- none. I mean there there are only two more albums I think I've ever heard that are produced better than that one. Wow. I I love it. I love
2: it. Build you a fire in a fire pit Ooh. out there and you go go listen to that.
1: Dude, Dude, yeah. yes. Yes. Yeah. Man, I could get I could get behind a little river trip soon. Bro, I'm here. <laughs> well let's see. If it'll if it'll we needed it to walk oh, just a tad.
3: I, I know. Mind no, I got I can start a fire.
2: <laughs> We've got twenty four <laughs> hours before the freezing rain gets here. I can be there, you know. <laughs> bro, <laughs> yeah, bro,
1: show up, show up. No
2: way, uh, it's not my place it's not my together. place to
1: invite people, but bring it. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it is. I like to think, LJ, there's an open invite
0: to everyone on the pod right yeah, now, but I don't anyone know for sure. Listening, anyone, anyone listening can jokes at the
1: Little River Country
3: Club,
0: Whoa. And I'll find a place for you. Whoa, that sounds like Eric used to do. He used to ride around the club. Party at <laughs> Liffers. Party <livers>. at <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: No. All right, that'll do it for another edition of JPP. We'll be back next week, guys. Peace out. Peace. Peace.
0: Party at Liffers. Party at Liffers.
2: Uh, hey, i got some more I want to talk about. i got two. So, what commercial is this? <laughs> I gotta be real bad. And I'm a little concerned that Kevin's. I'm hoping we keep recording this because Kevin's background is a bunch of longhorn sheep going up a. Oh, it's the Lion King. It's the Lion King. Yeah, it's the Lion King. Oh, Jesus. You don't see Mufasa and Simba, apparently? Now, now I do. His head was right there before and I couldn't see it now. Oh, I see, yeah.
4: Okay.
5: <laughs> okay. God <laughs> okay. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader.